Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. Uh, But today on the show, we are doing another one of our special trailer roundup episodes. We've been doing these for the last, uh, I think, four months now. This is the fifth one. Joining me as he has for these four episodes is Jason Harris, a returning co-host who you also know from the Awesome Movie Year podcast, which is currently in its sixth season on the films of 1984. A really, really awesome movie year. Uh, but we will be talking about a whole bunch of movies that are coming out in December And we will be looking at the trailers and trying to guess some puzzle pieces just based on the trailers and the plot synopsises and what we know about the movie so far. And then we'll see what happens. Maybe we will end up doing full-length episodes on these movies as they start coming out. Strangely, even though we did do plenty of the movies from the October and September and August episodes, uh, we haven't done any of the November movies yet. It's just been a very busy month of catching up on October releases and special Halloween episodes and all kinds of other stuff. So we haven't actually gotten around to any of the November movies, but we probably will. I think we still will. Uh, I know we're most likely going to do Fat Man. We're probably going to do Jiu-Jitsu for some reason. Uh, So we'll probably do a few others as well. But we also have a ton of December movies to cover. And, you know, we like to squeeze in some classics as well here and there. So lots of podcasts coming your way. So make sure you are subscribed wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. So uh, without any further ado, we got a lot of movies to talk about. So let's get into this conversation about what is coming in December 2020. All right, Jason Harris is back with us to talk about a whole bunch of movies. Jason, how you doing? Dave, things are looking up. Soon enough, the evil troll man will be in jail or hung or hanged, I guess, because of his sedition. Oh, wait, the bad guys won't do anything about it. But we did vote him out of office. FYI, spoilers, I don't like Trump, guys. Welcome to a very special episode of Bird Road Podcast, where we're going to talk about Trump for the next hour. All I've been doing is staying in, (laughs) watching movies, and waiting for this guy to go away, Dave. Yeah, I I feel like most of us are uh, in the same boat, hopefully. Uh, I'd imagine most of the listeners here are. But uh, yeah, we're going to do another trailer episode today and talk about 
a shitload of movies that are coming in December 2020. Usually when we do these, these last four or five months, uh, we, we've done six movies. Today we're going to do more than that because there's just so damn many movies coming out. So I would say uh, very quickly before we get into it, uh, did you watch any of the ones that we covered in November? Jason? Yes, I did, Dave. Read them off to me and I'll tell you which ones I watched. All right. We talked about Proxima. Nope, didn't watch that one. Did you? Didn't watch it either. Nope. Uh, I am Greta. I really want to watch that. That's coming up on my short list. Did you? No, not yet. Uh, Fat Man, which I saw you did watch. I did watch Fat Man, and I think, uh, you know, let's put it out here. We should do a full episode on it for piecing it together. Uh, I liked it. Um, I will say I, I, I was waiting for that the promise to be delivered and uh, it delivered that last half hour okay. was exactly what I wanted it to be almost. So. I'm hoping to watch it this weekend. Uh, another one I'm going to watch this weekend run. I have not watched run. So. Okay. And then jujitsu, or as you said, uh, so eloquently, what was it? Uh, crazy fucking. Oh yeah. Shit, shit, whatever. Shit pants, <laughs> uh, karaoke boner knob job. Yeah tampon face whatever it is uh i have that probably gonna watch it before the weekend's done nice and uh last but not least hillbilly elegy which still isn't out out, actually yeah Yeah, that is still a couple days away at the time of this recording so it's been a weird month actually and also that other one dave you forgot What's the Vince, we have Vaughn, the Vince Vaughn body switcher movie, right? Oh, we had the that as like a little like bonus at the end, yeah, because it was already like about to come out. But yeah, I still haven't gotten to see that. I Me really neither, want to. but uh, hear good things. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I didn't get to cover anything quite yet from last month on the show, but uh, it's gonna happen. I'm sure I'm gonna catch up on some of those. Well, why uh, is that? Was, is it because you know. you're so busy and famous, and now that all these movie companies are hitting you up with screeners, you're like, oh, I'll mm. just uh, pretend I'm on red carpets all the time now. It's partially that, and it's partially Halloween episodes that pushed us all back by a week or two. So, yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's talk about December, Jason. We've got a lot of movies to cover, and we're gonna we're gonna keep this uh, keep this moving, and just do a couple pieces at most each, uh, just so we can get through all of this and. Starting it off is probably most people's most awaited movie of the month, I would imagine, and that's David Fincher's Mank, which is hitting Netflix on December 4th. Uh, It's the story of one of the co-writers of Citizen Kane and his battle with Orson Welles for credit, and also of just that period of Hollywood. What do you think about this? I'm excited for it. Um, I actually listened to Mankiewicz's grandson, did a deep dive podcast for uh, TCM, I think, on Peter Bogdanovich, a seven episode thing. So that's something worth called the plot thickens, worth checking out also. But this looks great. It's Fincher. It's classic Hollywood. It's black and white. Uh, Amanda Seyfried looks like a, you know, classic movie star here. And it's going to be, it looks, how, how can this miss? Hopefully we I don't know. have to answer that question <laughs> coming yeah, up. Right. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> Gary Oldman. For, uh, we love Gary Yeah, Oldman. and Gary Oldman. Come on, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you got for some pieces here? Well, when you talk about classic Hollywood writers, movies about classic Hollywood writing, I immediately go to the Coen brothers, Barton Fink. So sure. that was my first one. Uh, John Goodman, John DeToro, excellent film. And then maybe my... Favorite movie involving classic Hollywood of the last 20 years, um, The Aviator, Martin Scorsese's movie about Howard Hughes, which 
really, really showed the glamour of classic Hollywood and his relation with uh, relationship with Catherine Hepburn and everything. Just an amazing film. Sure. Yeah, absolutely great. And uh, yeah, great pieces. I'm going to add in there, of course, my favorite movie, Adaptation, which is the best movie ever about a screenwriter. So I'm going to uh, use that as a piece. And then, of course, also Ed Wood talking about classic Hollywood and black and white. Uh, uh, the Tim Burton Ed Wood is, I think, another uh, version of that kind of story um for different kind of filmmaker though <laughs> yeah i think we're all excited david fincher uh al mancini the noted food critic in las vegas uh reminded me of rko 281 today did you ever see that that was the i haven't it was another movie about the making of citizen kane so right. i know it's got a good reputation uh maybe worth watching in the lead up to this yeah Wait, when's the last time you watched citizen kane by the way Oh, man, uh, 15 years ago. Maybe I'll watch that yeah. coming up here. So. I just watched it last week. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> You've never seen it before? I, I think I might have back in high school, but it seemed like one of those movies I've probably never seen. Yeah, so. the first time I watched it was while I was going through like a very horrible breakup. And um, so mm. I, I was like, this could this could be the greatest movie ever, but it, would, it wouldn't really affect me right now. So. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's go to our next one on the list. Uh, like I said before we started recording, uh, I, I'm going to skip over Sound of Metal because I'm recording an episode on it this week. We were originally going to include that. Oh, I had uh, all these good puzzle pieces for it. Well, you just have to see if we use them on the real episode. But uh, let's go to Let Them All Talk, the new Steven Soderbergh movie hitting HBO Max on December 10th. 10th. Uh, this stars Meryl Streep, Diane Weiss, Candace Bergen, and also Lucas Hedges uh, about an author who goes on a trip with her friends to kind of get out of a funk or something. Um, and her uh, one of their sons tags along. What, what do you think about this trailer? Uh, it's Soderbergh and Meryl Streep, and it's going to be on HBO uh, Max, so I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. So. There you yeah. go. Absolutely. It looks nice. I mean, the film looks nice. We'll see sure. if the content is, you know, what it could be. But uh, yeah, so um, so Dave, here were uh, my pieces. Another film this year that was released to streaming about old friends going on a trip to finish a mission, shall we say? And that would mm -hmm. be The Five Bloods, uh, where Ooh. one of the sons also tags along. And uh, I don't think the ending of this one will be as gory. Or as bloody, <laughs> but uh, I would go for that if that was how it ended. So sure, that'll be fun. And Dave, uh, on season two of Awesome Movie Year, we covered, I believe it was Josh's pick, Margot at the Wedding, the Noah mm. Baumbach movie, where in the scene where one uh, where one of the authors is interviewing Margot, who's another author, she said he says to her like, aren't Aren't all the characters you write really just reflections of you? And right. literally in this trailer, Meryl Streep says, really all the characters I write are really just pieces of me. So that yeah. that really spurred uh, uh, a strong memory of that. I like it. I like it. Good pieces right there. Uh, I, I don't know that my pieces are so great. I was having trouble with this one, but uh, the, the first thing that came to mind was the best exotic Marigold Hotel. Uh, just 
a bunch of older women going on a, a little adventure to some some fun, you know, out there foreign place. So I, I thought of that. Uh, and then also it, it seems like Meryl Streep's like really like in a funk and trying to reconnect with herself and all that. So I thought of Eat, Pray, Love, the, uh, you know, based on the bestseller, you know, again, just getting out and getting out into the world and trying to reconnect. So that, that's what I thought of for my pieces here. Yeah, I mean, I think you could have had Sideways in that kind of, like, trip to get out of a funk. You yeah, could have had yeah. any of those, like, old men on an adventure movies, like Last Resort or Last Vegas, I think it was called, right? I did think about those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Las Vegas. So, uh, you know what, Dave? It's the holiday season. I'm not going to critique your picks on this one. I'm sure you'll critique some of them, but uh, I can't. It wouldn't wait. be you if you didn't. But uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on to Wolf Walkers on Apple TV Plus, coming out December 11th. This is a animated film from Cartoon Saloon. Uh, people call them the Irish Studio Ghibli. Is that how you pronounce it? Ghibli. Ghibli. Uh, I think it's Ghibli. 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 Yeah. yeah. They made uh, Secret of Kells and a couple other really acclaimed films, and uh, this seems to be like their biggest film yet, and it's uh, about these kids who can transform into wolves or something like that. It looks crazy, and it looks My beautiful. guy, hold on. I'm going <laughs> to cut you off right there. You can't just say a couple of other acclaimed films without mentioning The Song of the Sea. That is an I amazing know. film. That's a Huge. great movie. So I've never actually seen it, but I know it's got incredible, incredible. All their movies really do. Right. The third one is the breadwinner, I think. Um, Yes. They're all good movies. All three of those. I I highly recommend you watch those films, Dave. Yeah. Um, At at least watch one of them. This, uh, this one kind of of those three looks a little like the most like um, the secret of the Kells. But I mean, song of the sea is going to go down as one of the great animation movies of all time. These guys are awesome. Like this movie looks Again, like the animation is like, dude, how good does this just look visually? It looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited about it, Dave. So look, you have a little girl who can talk to animals. So I immediately went to Where the Wild Things Are. Super underrated film, Spike Jones. Sure. Uh, watched it not too long ago with my daughter. We both might have cried at the end, and by that I mean we both <laughs> did. Great movie. Nice. Um, and um, then I thought, like, is there a animated movie where we have humans transform into animals? And that brought me to another great animated movie, The Princess and the Frog. Okay. Sure, sure. I, I could totally see that. The Princess and the Frog was a, it was a fun one. So when I watched this trailer... My mind immediately went to two video games, actually, instead of movies. And so I'm going to use those as my pieces here. First one is The Legend of Zelda The Twilight Princess, which was the uh, the Wii uh, Zelda game where Link could turn into a wolf. So I thought of that. And also the art style uh, is also fairly similar to, to the art style here. And then another game where you actually control a wolf um, and is really similar art style to this is called Okami. And uh, I don't I don't know if you've heard of that game. It's a uh, kind of a uh, like a hidden gem kind of thing of the the GameCube era, but uh, it has this really cool hand drawn animation style and just really beautiful and totally reminded me of how these uh, characters are brought to life. Interesting that you didn't go with Bonk's Adventure for the Turbo Graphics sixteen there. Um, yeah, I'll get I, that, that into one of these movies for sure. <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> 
you know, of course, uh, that I remember the controversy. One of them had 16 by 15 graphics and Neo Geo, one of them had 16 by 16. Yeah, I mean, look, shapeshifters, obviously Harry Potter. You know, we got the man who turns into the wolf man. So, dude, I, I'm super excited for this movie. Harry Potter, a big cinematic blind spot for me. But uh, that's another conversation for another time. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to I'm Your Woman, coming out December 11th on Amazon Prime starring Rachel Brosnan as a woman whose criminal husband goes missing and with the help of a bodyguard has to learn to defend herself. Uh, it's written and directed by Julia Hart. What do you think about this? Is that how you pronounce her name? Brosnan? Yeah. I think so. Um, I don't know. I thought it was am I, am I way off? I thought it was Bro Shannon, but whatever. But you I'm from Jersey, well so right. we could just be like, Bro Shannon, come here. Bro Shannon, um, come here. Hey, I like this. You know, recently on another episode... Uh, I think when we talked about Fat Man, we talked about Payback and how much you and I like these kind of like grizzled, hard boiled movies. And um, sure. this looks like it fits um, It fits in that type of thing. So mm. yeah, this looks good, man. Another like, so far I want to see all these movies. How good is that? You know? It, it um, seriously looks like a great month, man. Yeah, it does. And um, since we're all going to be quarantined, we might as well enjoy it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's see. So the first movie I thought of, now this is about a woman and her kid on the run, and the woman kind of has to defend herself, and like you said, she learns to defend herself. A lesser-known film, I think from last year, 2019, with Casey Affleck called Light of My Life, where... Good movie. Yeah, yeah, did you see that movie? Uh Uh-huh. Right, so he's a dad, and he's got a daughter, and she's like the last female on earth after a pandemic could happen guys um and he's got to always be on the run and like hiding her and stuff like that interesting film and then when i think of super badass females defending themselves uh and having to fight off bad guys i always think of hannah because hannah's awesome sure yeah absolutely hannah kind of uh Goes into that that category um, of like the taken with a different actor, like where they keep like finding different actors to like say, let's give them a taken, you know. And I think this kind of fits as well with that. These women have special sets of skills, <laughs> and if you don't get off their backs, you will learn the hard way, as they will murder you in some type of gory fashion that's cinematic. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Liam Neeson, also uh, another movie that he was in, Widows, which starred uh, Viola Davis, though, uh, as a woman whose criminal husband missing. She ends up having to kind of take over the crime aspect of, of everything. And so, uh, so yeah, I, th- I thought of that movie, which I know people really loved. I did not connect with Widows at all. Uh, maybe this one, though, will be something that I actually do enjoy a lot. I believe I had on uh, Piecing It Together top 10 list, we had that conversation. Because I did have Widows in my top 10 maybe two years ago, and I remember you yeah. didn't like it. It seems like one you would like. I so. know. It, it's it's a lot of elements of, of something that I would really, really love. But it just, I don't know. There's something about that movie that just didn't work for me. But uh yeah, hopefully this one does. Hey, though. did you think of Leon the Professional? That was kind of the other. Yeah. You know, with her learning from someone how to defend right. herself, you know. Yeah, no, that's a good one for sure. All right, let, let's move on to the easiest one on this list, which is Greenland coming out on VOD on December 18th, which is, you just say a Gerard Butler disaster movie, and that's really all you kind of have to know. I 
got to be honest with you, I I didn't even watch the whole trailer. I was like, yep, I got it. You it know? looks fun. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Meteors uh, or a comet, meteors coming to Earth, and it's you know they think it's going to pass over, and of course it doesn't, and it leads to everyone having to flee. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean you know um, uh, look the one we probably both thought of like a deep impact or an Armageddon in there, sure. right? You know, um, on on uh, awesome movie year we talked about Independence Day, and I think that mm-hmm. and War of the Worlds both do good jobs of like, hey, we got to get out of the city really fast, right? Um, yeah. But I wanted to throw one out there that I bet you haven't seen. That's really a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Bushwick with Dave Bautista. Have you ever seen that? No, uh-uh. it's awesome. Basically, there's like a military. It's almost shot like POV, like kind of 1917 continuous shot style, right? And basically, okay. there's like a military coup, coup in Bushwick, and Dave Batista and like a young, you know, who's like a you know soldier of for or an ex military guy and a young woman have to get out of Bushwick to the green zone where they can be safe. Really cool, right. like uh, again, like if we're talking about really good, like B action movies, like highly recommend Bushwick. I'm bringing the meat today, baby. I like it. That's a really good one. Yeah, I mean, continuing with Independence Day, I thought of some of those producers' other movies like 2012 and The Day After Tomorrow. Uh, also, kind of just cannibalizing on the whole Gerard Butler thing. I thought of the whole Angels Fallen series, like just giving Gerard Butler these kind of you know scenarios and just just doing it again, basically. Uh, and then lastly, I thought of basically every modern zombie movie where the goal is to just get to that one potential safe zone while everything else is dying all around them. Uh, you know, you can take your pick, World War Z, uh, uh, 28 Days Later, any of those. But, uh, you know, that that's generally kind of the, the setup for a lot of those kind of movies. Gerard Butler quickly becoming our next... Um be action star right straight to video guy he really is yeah he really really is i think it's a better fit for him than like romantic lead or you know a-list guy so yeah no absolutely speaking of romantic lead let's talk about a george clooney movie next we're going to talk about Midnight Sky coming out December 23rd on netflix he's a scientist working at the north pole when the world essentially kind of ends like everything just gets really bad and he has to tell these astronauts find a way to tell these astronauts not to land back on earth uh what do you think about this one i think this one looks really interesting yeah it looks great uh so as far as i could tell from the preview earth basically becomes unsustainable and freezes over and it's not just about the astronauts not landing it's about clooney and what appears to be his daughter having to find a way to leave earth correct getting to a tower to communicate i wasn't sure about that i wasn't sure if they were considering themselves a lost cause or not okay well we'll see but um yeah there's a lot a lot of a lot of good looking things in here uh look great one of the great movies of the last 10 years um and now a tv show about earth having frozen over and not being sustainable for life snowpiercer that was the first thing i thought of and then i picked a movie i didn't like at all but it was about how um, rich people were now living in these beautiful space stations while poor people were living in Earth. Uh, and Earth had become like just a, a full throttle war zone of a planet. And that was mm-hmm. uh, Neil Blomkamp's Elysium, which I think could have been so much better. But uh, yeah. 
Those were those were the two I got, Bubba. Yeah, I like Blumkamp, but that movie, uh, not very good. But uh, speaking of Matt Damon, though, I thought of the whole sequence in Interstellar with Matt Damon, uh, <laughs> where it's you know whether or not they should actually be going there and 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 saving him and stuff like that. I have no recollection of Matt Damon in Interstellar at all. It's like it's like a cameo kind of thing. Um, yeah, I uh, guess I should see it again. So. Yeah, so <laughs> there's that. But uh, I I also thought of and, and this I might be off here, but I thought of Noah Darren Aronofsky's Noah and the whole survivor's guilt thing and like the depression of the main character of like dealing with this kind of situation and the fact that he's there and there's not much he can actually do to to you know really affect any kind of change for for anybody and just kind of continue on there so uh, i thought of that well i guess we'll see once we see the movie if i'm anywhere close with that you want to come over and cuddle under the weighted blanket for this one sounds like fun Mm -hmm. a lot of fun (laughs) we'll be all warm and snuggly while they're cold and trying to survive i love it sounds like a good plan uh speaking of warm and snuggly we're gonna go to a pixar movie uh and you know what we've in three years of piecing it together, I've not gotten to cover a Pixar movie yet, but it uh, is their next one. It's hitting Disney Plus on Christmas Day. It's called Soul, and it's about a musician who ends up in this place where souls are given personalities before they're born. It's an interesting take on this whole situation. What do you think of this? Oh, man, come on. How much fun is this going to be? It's, it looks great. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. So when are they not fun? These movies. Yeah. Yeah. These are. This will be a good one. And um, look, the fact that piecing it together is racist against Pixar. Who am I to <laughs> tell you what you should and shouldn't do? But um, yeah, yeah. it'd be a good thing to cover, maybe, Dave. So yeah. That'd All right. Fun. I really tried to think about this one because you could argue that like a lot of other Pixar movies, you know, use this model of like journey of you know um what it seems to be like uh a crotchety older person and younger person who's whimsical and naive that's up you know and in a way that's coco so um you know those those were thoughts but i went with some other ones too albert brooks defending your life where he is uh in that line to get to heaven and he wants to you know, he has to basically defend that he deserves to be in heaven as opposed to going back with a new, you know, entity, body, soul, whatever it is. So um, right. that was one of them. And then a fantastic animated film about not necessarily a physical journey, but at least a journey of the mind between an old crotchety person and a young girl. Although in this case, you could almost say the the old man is not crotchety. He's the imaginative one, and she's the one who kind of gets her world opened up. And that was The Little Prince with Jeff Bridges on Netflix. Really good animated film. Okay. I'd, I'd never even heard of that one. When did that come out? 2015. And uh, it looks like okay. you got a lot of a lot of movies to watch in the next week, Dave. You're welcome. I think I do. Yeah, it's going to be a busy December, but we're not going to have shit else to do. I I had a little trouble with this one. It just seemed, you know, as a lot of Pixar movies are, a little out there with its premise. Uh, the, the one thing I wrote down was actually another Pixar movie that you didn't mention, Inside Out. 
you know, dealing with people's personalities in this weird imaginative way of, of how personalities come to be. So I, I just thought that that was um, kind of in line where this came from kind of almost like a series in a way. Well, I mean, the preview does say from the producers of Inside Out, Dave, so not your best I, work. I missed that part. Did, 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 it, did it say <laughs> That's that? That's literally how the preview starts, so. <laughs> well, I, in that case, I'm, I'm right you on track. You know, I try, to, I try to lay off. You couldn't have even gone like, it's got music, so I said Whiplash or something like that, so. Yeah, well, this is a different kind of music. Yes, so. that's true. Also coming out on Christmas Day, in theaters, I hope they decide to put this on VOD because uh, I've been waiting all freaking year for it. It's been like pretty much my most awaited movie of the year other than Charlie Kaufman's movie. Uh, this is Promising Young Woman starring Carrie Mulligan as a woman who's had enough of dealing with men who are pigs and uh, starts fighting back against them and I guess possibly killing them and stuff. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this looks great. What, what do you think about this? Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, a comedic date rape movie is a tough one, right? This is, yeah, it's, it's a hard line to draw. Yeah. As we talk about in a lot of, um, the current season of awesome movie year from the eighties, like date rape was always used as a comedic, uh, kind of angle. It seems like, and yeah, yeah now this one is, um, yeah, uh, the woman kind of, I don't want to, is she setting these guys up or that's what it seems like. She's yeah. acting drunk and then if they try to take advantage of her, she just uh, murders them. Is that basically where we're at? It looks fucking dark. <laughs> From one of the writers of Killing Eve, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, what do you got? Okay. So uh, look, man, the first thing I uh, wanted to do was. A film where everyone's mean to a girl, and they all learn the hard way at the prom. Don't be mean to that girl. Uh, Carrie, maybe the first modern female revenge movie, I would say, in the, in the 70s. Do you think that's a fair piece? Sure. I like that. Oh. that. That's cool. All right. And then the most epic of female revenge movies, the Kill Bill movies. Mm. You can choose one or two. This looks more like one in tone, but uh, that's what I chose, Kill Bill. And of course, she was I like it. she was um, sexually uh, taken advantage of, abused, uh, whatever, assaulted, shall we say, when she was in her coma. So she got her revenge um, uh, for someone who, who di- did not... Not good things, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. So I I went for mine. I actually went with Joker, the 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 recent Joker movie. Although with with shades of some other previous depiction of Joker. I mean, you've got the uh, the nurse outfit, much like Joker in the Dark Knight. But uh, you know, you got this this character who feels like you know people are being shitty to them and takes justice into their own hands and starts straight up killing people. Sure. So so went with that. And then, uh, you know, maybe a cheat, but, uh, I went with Joker's biggest inspiration with taxi driver. Um, with again, a, a character who feels like the world and society has just, you know, gone too far and they're going to fight back against it. So Yeah, and this is the protagonist and one that I thought of but I didn't want to put on the list because I think it's treated differently and also because um, uh, I don't think you can say, even though the what I'm about to mention, the main character uh, is the, the main character is really not a protagonist, was Monster with Charlize Theron where she played a um a prostitute who murdered a lot of her johns you know so i don't really right, think you could right. say that but i i definitely thought like huh 
you know, where, but I think your your yours are good. Right on. Well, let's go to another one. This was a, a late addition to our list here because it was just announced that uh, along with theaters, it's actually going to HBO Max. It's Wonder Woman 1984 coming out on Christmas Day in a very strange uh, deal. I don't know if you, you read about this, but it's going to be on HBO Max for a month. Then it's just going to be in theaters again, and then it's going to be on premium VOD after it's in theaters. Whatever, I have an HBO Max. I'm good. So, do you? <laughs> so this must be like hurting your brain as a theater guy. Like, it's so fucking weird. I don't even know what to make of any of it. But uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. We're in we're in this situation. Uh, if you if you want to get into another political tangent, we can. But you know, no, the, uh, the way this country a, has yeah, we're a long way from things. being back in from theaters as opposed to uh, yeah. some Asian countries who handled the pandemic better and now can go to movies and concerts. Is that what you were getting that's at, right. Dave? Exactly. So, that's exactly right. Yeah. So that's fair. It is what it is. Man. So, look, so what do you, what do you think about this sequel? Were you a fan of the first? Yeah, one? Yeah, it's ever? great. The first one's great, right? Yeah. You agree? Yeah. And uh, absolutely, and this fun. looks fun. And um, you know, I kind of like. I I tried not to go as obvious, although I think maybe I did. But the first one, this kind of like hero out of time, um, which I think the Chris the Chris Pine characters, especially at the end, like where he's like parachute pants. Is everyone parachuting? It's nineteen eighty four. You know, like, um, I love Chris Pine. Yeah, he's fun. He's super fun. So I thought of Austin Powers because that super, that kind of like hero out of time. Um, I like that. Yeah, it was super fun in Austin Powers. And I know over the years, the impressions might have lessened the, uh, likability of it, but I bet if we watched it now, it'd be really funny again, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I mean, dude, I didn't want to say a uh, cat woman because there's a cat super, villain in this but i did want to think of a movie where a comedic actor played a villain like Kristen wig does in this so i went with batman forever where jim carrey was the riddler oh i like that that's a really good piece uh, yeah i could totally see that um did you choose so wonder gonna... woman as your piece from the producers of wonder woman close enough actually <laughs> uh no i i i went with uh for one of my pieces captain marvel which itself i felt you know on our episode on captain marvel i said wonder woman inspired it but not just for the whole female superhero thing but captain marvel a big part of it was the whole period piece aspect to it of it taking place in the 90s and so i feel like they saw that and said well we got to we got to make this sequel take place in a very specific uh, different time. Well, I sure hope they movies. didn't because neither you or I really liked Captain Marvel, but you're right. It N- did not definitely have uh, 90s horrific things. Yeah. And uh, and then the other one I had was the 1984 season of American Horror Story just for the sake that they specifically went with 84 instead of like the 80s or 85 or 83. They went with 84. So I was know. so excited because I thought you were going to say the 1984 season of, of Awesome Movie Year, which we are currently in right now. And, yes, uh, right. you know, we have some heroes in there, Dave. So you could have, you could have <laughs> said our podcast inspired this film, even though we're recording now. And this was made, you know, two years ago. <laughs> um, uh, hey, let me give you a better movie that came around around the time of Captain Marvel that dealt with a kind of superhero in a period of time and i think handled that period of time much better bumblebee Mm, that's true bumblebee is like a perfect setup for for this movie right here you know going back to that time period and putting big action into back into the 80s yeah fun 
It's going to be fun. Yeah. What a month we got. It is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun, do you want to talk about pieces of a woman? It does not look like fun. <laughs> I'm, you really saved this one for last here. It's about sure a uh, woman who has a stillborn baby, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, that's correct. Obviously, you know her. Uh, she and her husband uh, deal with the depression that comes along with uh, that. And um, they seem to want, uh, there seems to be a lawsuit as uh, for whatever reason that we don't know yet. Um, this baby could have been born alive and was not. So. There's a mm-hmm. lawsuit, and they have they're debating if they should go forward and why and why not, and you know what happens in the the justice angle. It, it's a heavy, heavy film. It looks like absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Com- coming out December thirtieth on Netflix. Uh, there's going to be a small theatrical run. I think. I think they're going to push this big for awards. What What do you have for pieces? All right, I went with uh, movies about lawsuits because people died because of negligence. So um, the first one I thought of does have a female lead, and it's a great movie. And we've already talked about Steven Soderbergh, so I thought Aaron Brockovich, um, although sure. much more comedic in tone, you know. And then the second one, which I think was a good movie, and I don't know if people remember it, was A Civil Action with John Travolta and Robert Duvall, which was similar to Aaron Brockovich of like, hey – this community is dying. I think it was because something was in their water and they had to go to court and have a lawsuit about it. So, yes, bigger bigger in scope of one uh, child dying, mem- multiple members of community dying. Look, there's no way I can get out of this. Good. Those were the two that I thought of, Dave. And uh, thanks for, you know, ending this episode on such a... <laughs> Jesus, man. Go on. What are your pieces? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad you uh, focused in on the courtroom side of it because mine uh, focused more on the relationship part. And I should say also, I actually have seen this already, so I kind of know what to expect. Uh, but I went with Roma, um, another Netflix film, because of the stillborn scene. And uh, this are two movies that are just like absolutely gut wrenching when you know these scenes happen uh, with with the the birth. Uh, and then I also went with Revolution Road with the the fallout of it. Be, you know, in Revolution Road, you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, just fighting to death on on it. And so that's a rough movie. Yeah, it very much is. And uh, Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I I didn't love this movie, but their performances are great, and uh, they they're pretty at each other's throats. So um, I I've thought of that as well. So cool, great. Yeah, like you said, great one, great one to end this this wonderful fun month of December on. But uh, sure, there's nothing coming out on December 31st where Nicolas Cage is, you know, time traveling to fight aliens and dinosaur times or anything that we can't mention about. I I'm sure there's a good chance he usually has a movie every month. So, yeah, uh, I, we'll, we'll we'll squeeze it in in post, but. Uh, yeah, I think that about does it, though, for uh, this conversation here. A lot of great movies to look forward to. I feel to. like you rushed us. I, I, I figured with, with all these movies, we would, uh, we would take much longer than this. But, uh, you know, these trailer episodes, they're special episodes. I like to keep them like 30 minutes or so, yeah. you know? feel rushed. <laughs> Jason, you uh, touched on the 1984 season of Awesome Movie Year when we were talking about Wonder Woman. But why don't you tell us again what's going on over on Awesome Movie Yeah, it's 1984. It's uh, 
you know, we find different themes for every year, every season, every year that we cover as we're going through it. And the, the two big themes that are coming out so far are uh, one giant blockbusters of iconic figures that we all still love and many of which are getting reboots or remakes of some type. And two, man, there are some movies that are so totally 80s. They're amazing. We re- we recently just recorded Streets of Fire, which is now, you know, maybe top three movies of all time that I've ever seen. Uh, maybe not, but it is so, like, <laughs> chock full of, like, everything 80s of, like... If you get into that, you gotta you gotta listen, you gotta watch these movies, and um, I think those are the two big themes that we're coming up with on this season. I I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say the other big theme is some awesome music because all these movies so far have had incredible music, and some of the ones that we're getting ready to uh, do episodes on. You're do right. Too. We do have a lot of awesome music, including the theme song you wrote for me, Jason H, based off <laughs> yeah. of Axel F from Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, you are the Harold Faltemeyer of awesome movie year, but but not just awesome music, but you're saying '80s awesome music, synth, synth, synth. Yeah, you know, so hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, awesome, everybody, check that out, and uh, we will be back with more of these trailers for next year. So, uh, Jason, thanks again for doing it, Dave. Thanks for having me. You're really something. You know that. <laughs> I don't know how to uh, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Let's get nerdy everybody. I'm Chris and I'm Dave and together we are the Nerd Byword, your podcast guide through the nerd multiverse. Our podcast takes deep dives into all sorts of nerdy content. We talk about comic books, video games, movies, TV and pop culture. Want to know about the latest nerdy news? We've got you covered. Want to get recommendations about new or obscure media that will fill your nerdy heart with happiness? You've come to the right place. And in our Nerd Big Talk segment, we go deep as we take on some of the biggest questions in nerddom. All that and exclusive interviews with heavy hitters in the nerd world. Join us on the Nerd Byword wherever you get your podcasts and nerdbyword.com. Stay well and stay nerdy. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies coming out in December. Thanks to Jason Harris for joining me again, as he has been these last few months. Make sure to check out Awesome Movie Year, which, like I said at the top, is currently in its sixth season on the films of 1984, and we have a lot of great episodes of that coming up, and uh, hopefully we'll get Jason back here on Piecing It Together again soon as well. So make sure to check out all of that stuff. You can find Awesome Movie Year wherever you are subscribed to Piecing It Together, and hopefully you are subscribed to Piecing It Together. We're, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, all those different places. You can subscribe to us. You can subscribe to Awesome Movie Year. You could subscribe to whatever great podcast I just advertised before this little spiel. <laughs> and uh, yeah, also follow us over on social media at Piecing Pod. Join the Facebook group Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And don't forget about our Patreon, where I post bonus content from Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, my music career. There's a whole bunch of music-related stuff that is up there now and more that's going to be hitting very soon. So, uh, yeah, a lot of great content on the Patreon. It's the Produced by David Rosen Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash by David Rosen. We just got our sixth subscriber, a Tobias Steiner, who is actually a filmmaker who I've worked with before. So thank you, Tobias, for joining up. And uh, if you are out there listening and want to support the show, 
that is an amazing way to do it. So let's close this thing out with a piece of music like we always do. And I'm going to play something from my new album, David Rosen. This is a track called Feels Like New. And I think uh, we're closing out the year. This is a good one to, uh, to close out the year, too. So Feels Like New. This is from my new album, David Rosen. Enjoy it. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together coming up next week. West Production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.